With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Late Night Football Show with your host, Rohit Singh. That's me. On this show, we talk about some of the most serious, least silly topics from the world of football for your entertainment and enjoyment. Please remember that the show is BYOL. Bring your own laughs, since we don't have the budget for a studio audience. Happy listening. Hello everybody and welcome to Late Night Football. This is our Champions League match day one, uh, day one, roundup. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about, uh, we're, ba- we're basically only going to talk about the Chelsea and Manchester United games because that's all the fans we have, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll do a quick roundup of the other games as well. Uh, and uh, we'll take, have a bit of a look ahead to tomorrow's games uh, as well. So we'll do a quick roundup here. And joining me uh, back in the show, we've got Angad once again. Angad, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's great uh, to have you back again. And uh, yeah, we had you last... Well, it's good. You had a bit of a lucky charm because I think the last time you were on the show was when United won 3-2 against Brighton. Uh, now you're back again. Oh, yeah. I did have won again. So, and I remember yeah. I think the last time it was also Chelsea had drawn uh, 3-2 yes. with West Brom yes. and uh, again draw. And so, yeah, draw today, yeah. yeah, so you're kind of like a good luck charm for Manchester United. We should have you on the, <laughs> on the reaction shows more often. Um, okay, but let, let's start with the Chelsea game. Let's start with that one. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, obviously, I didn't watch the match, but uh, yeah. it was it was interesting. Uh, uh, what was what is your thoughts uh, on the lineup when you saw the starting lineup? Let's begin with that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was I was a bit surprised to be honest with the lineup because um, uh, I mean Frank had the whole you know the whole team was ready today. You know, you mm-hmm. you could select your best eleven mm-hmm. and. I, I was quite surprised. He still went with uh, with Mount uh, playing on the left wing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yes, I know. yes I noticed that. Yep. Yeah, and um, the, I mean that's the thing. Where you, you know you're playing Mount on the left, you're playing Pulisic on the right. That that mm-hmm. was my first uh, glaring concern, really, because I think even in a couple of forums that I was reading, uh, you know, a lot of Chelsea supporters have been questioning that decision in particular like you know it's like mount has become undroppable from this side uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's a bit weird i mean yeah he's uh, obviously he, he definitely sees him in training every day and uh, uh, i'm sure he sees some attributes which he i guess you know feel are important uh, for the for the setup but um, uh, i think you know pulisic is you know he's your classic left winger you know, right-footed left winger. He's that. That is his uh, starting uh, position, to be honest. And and Mount, if you see Mount, is you know he's more suited to play as a number eight. Uh, and you know he has to be mm-hmm. he has to be playing more centrally. Yeah. I think that that was my first concern. I was I was actually surprised that he started with Reese James today. I was thinking he might start with Aspilicueta on the right. Um, but uh, I think apart from that, the team picked itself. Um, I think Jorginho, 
uh, has been uh, starting a few games off late and he's he's looked good i've been quite critical of him um before but uh, he's he's been playing well um and i think he's getting that extra protection from kante as well you know now that kante is in you know he's he's up to speed so uh, yeah with the lineup i was that was, that was the only um was it yeah was it was it him being a bit defensively cautious because obviously chelsea have an issue at the back yeah. and you bring in mount uh, you bring him you know because he offers you that little bit of defensive protection was it he, was it just uh, that see i mean particularly because we had to play a back three right so yeah i mean yeah uh, the thing is now uh, you know now that you have uh, silva back and and you know uh, when i watched uh, today's game it was it was very evident you know you could you could tell from the scoreline Chelsea have conceded zero goals, you know. So the last time uh, Silva played, it was it was the same. They played Palace, um, and that's the thing. I think he's made that big difference, you know. Uh, I think mm-hmm. e- even when Chelsea signed Silva, there were a lot of questions, you know, because he's obviously he's 36 years old. Is he going to be? Uh, is he going to be able to adapt? Uh, and and obviously at that age in the Premier League, obviously today is a Champions League game, but then. um you know he's eventually i think frank's going to rely a lot on thiago silva because you could see today he was marshalling the defense uh, and and he was he was literally telling everybody you know you should should if they need to fall back or you know he was literally commanding uh, the backline and and you could see i mean sevilla are a really good team i think i've properly watched them for the first time today um i mean obviously i've seen a few uh, clips in the past um, and the last i think the europa league uh, final games mm. but um, but today i was i was more interested today because obviously this is the opening champions league game you know it's a big game for this group um, mm-hmm. you know these these are obviously the two favorites to go through uh, to the round of 16 from from yeah. this group mm-hmm. and yeah. and and it could have been you know it would have been a good early statement from either team you know um, yeah but um, But, but but I could tell today, you know, Chelsea look like a lot of positives from today's game is obviously uh, they look defensively, they looked organized today. Mm-hmm. Um, the individual yep. errors that have been mentioned a lot of late, they were, you know, they they weren't there today, and and a couple of good saves from uh, from the keeper as well from Mendy. So I think there's there's a lot of stability now, and uh, I think I think they'll they'll take this uh, clean sheet as a win. I think. Frank will take that as a win because you could see there was a sigh of relief uh, even when the final whistle was blown. He was like, right, because because right at the very end, you know, there was um, uh, the, you know the ball was was played uh, played out wide from uh, Chilwell, which was not needed, and that they had like literally 30 seconds where they could have had that one last chance to attack, uh, and I think they had a corner in the very last uh, dying minutes of the game. So I think I think Frank was a bit nervous because obviously all all the goals that Chelsea have been conceding, you know, majority of them have been from crosses, from set pieces, and that's been Chelsea's weakness. And and you could tell Frank was nervous in those moments. But but I think the defense did well. Um, I think the team put in a good shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was it was it was a good it was a good game. I mean, it it was not it was not an exciting game to be honest. Obviously, the scoreline does suggest that. Um, but i think on the whole chelsea were toe to toe with uh, sevilla although if you personally ask me i would say they were sevilla were a tad bit better um, 
I, I wouldn't say it was a 50-50, but uh, yeah. it, it was it was still it was still you know they were they were still on top of Chelsea, but there there weren't any big chances really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, yeah, it was it was an okay game. Uh, I would say both teams would be happy to walk away with the point. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it could possibly be that he's uh, holding players back for the United game because that some may say that might be the bigger game. Uh, it definitely will be. Definitely will be. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, no matter what happens, I think for for Chelsea, I think the Premier League is. Uh, you know is always going to be the first uh, priority um and i was i was actually quite surprised that he picked most of the playing 11 today which i would see playing on saturday mm-hmm. um but uh, it, it just I, i guess i guess you know they they're probably going to get used to it now with the matches coming thick and fast uh, you know, the fitness levels i think they're coming back now is obviously the whole uh, we are still in the pre-season thing you know that's that's out of the window now honestly um yeah. so, so the football season's up and running again i guess yeah yeah for sure i mean yeah, it's it's definitely you can start to see the levels uh going up but uh, good news for chelsea as you said is that they kept a clean sheet which uh, yeah yeah was uh, yeah. hard to come by uh so that yeah. was my one take was that chelsea kept a clean sheet so um yeah. it, it's uh, it, it looks good um interesting mm. so it looks like the first choice pairing will be Zuma and Thiago Silva I guess that that yeah. it looks like that's going to be the way forward um yeah and you would assume that the third person should be Tomori right it shouldn't be because yeah. <laughs> no 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 I mean if if Christensen is playing I I wouldn't pair him with Zuma mm-hmm. it's just um, I mean there's no chemistry there I think uh, even last season when when Zuma you know they played he played with Tomori that was when Chelsea had that uh, winning streak you know this the little small streak that they had uh, i think it was seven eight games um that's that's when these two uh, were playing together and and that's when chelsea looked defensively okay i mean they they've not been great obviously but uh, okay was when when these two were paired together and uh, I, i don't see i don't see rudiger getting into this squad anytime sure um maybe fourth choice would be Christensen but the thing is you know there, there's this narrative that the chelsea board really rates uh, Christensen highly and you know they've they've obviously they've had they've seen that in the past where they've let these young players go out where they've maybe not uh, mm-hmm. been that great and and you've seen these players have uh, really you know showed their potential outside and they really fear that this might happen with Christensen because he's he's a good defender it's just that he has uh, you know I'd call it moments. like a brain fart yeah he has these moments right but you just yeah 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 it's a lapse of concentration um he's a bit like bai i guess in that sense less injury prone but yeah it's a bit like yeah. bai bai is a good defender but you just know yeah. that at some point he's going to do something where you're going to be like something silly yeah which, silly, which yeah. is very uncharacteristic you know he'll he'll do he'll do good work for like 80 minutes and those one or two minutes uh, are going to spoil you know the whole game that's, that's the sort of uh, player that he is at the minute mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i mean going forward i think yeah it, it would be zuma and silva uh, and it depends on how much silva can keep up with the pace of the league you know because um, yeah 
I, I don't think he can play two games a week. There's no chance. Yeah, I, I do think he will start against United. Probably will not start the next Champions League game. But I think, yeah, yeah. I think fitness-wise, I think he will start. The, he has to start the next game. He uh, has to start the next yeah, game. As, yeah. as sad as that is, yeah, he probably has to start uh, that one. Yeah. But uh, final thoughts. Uh, do you think it's a point gained or do you think it's two points dropped from Chelsea's point of view? Uh, no, I think it's a point gained, to be honest. Because, uh, um, I mean, Sevilla are the, uh, the toughest uh, team in this group. And if if you put them, because um, uh, they, I think they would top this group. That's what I personally think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they 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 did look dangerous today. I mean, uh, Chelsea had their moments. I think uh, it was it was in the best game for Werner. Uh, he had a poor first first touch today. I mean, there was something that was not going going on for him. Uh, second half, uh, Frank made a couple of changes. Actually, uh, he took out uh, Mount and and mm-hmm. got in Ziyech. And and as soon as the second half started, actually, you know, Pulisic moved on the left side, and immediately Chelsea's game changed. You could you could see that they were more threatening, more attacking. Uh, and then uh, I think he got rid of uh, Jorginho for Kovacic. And and that that made a big difference, uh, you know, because because he's obviously he's like a press resistant player, so to speak. So he's he's really good with the ball. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean, apart from that, um, it was it was just a nothing game, to be honest. There there wasn't much. It's, it was, yeah. It just, yeah. I, I would say one point gain, but at the end, I think Chelsea would be satisfied with the draw. Um, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it seemed from his selections, it looks like he was wanting to basically make sure that Chelsea didn't concede, at least in the opening half yes, or whatever, yes. and then maybe Absolutely. build a platform for the second half to attack. Uh, maybe that was the idea, we don't know, um, but probably yeah, that probably. is what he was looking for. Um, but about, yeah. uh, on good news, in Group E, the other game between Ren and Krasnodar also ended in a draw. Also one, ended up with a draw, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not like, you know, they're not they're not going to be behind the cautious such, and you'd expect them to at least win the, uh, win the four or the, the other five games that they've got you they should get yeah to get out of the I mean, not yeah all i'd say is if if chelsea can manage to uh, come out on top of this group then i think they'd uh, they'd have a better chance in the round mm-hmm. of 16 um because if you come second you see what happens in the round of 16 you know you you either get a bayern uh, yeah. or you get a madrid and then you get spanked you know and that that takes the confidence away because uh, um, it's you know it's it's how far can this uh, group go, and for them to move further uh, up in the you know to reach the quarterfinals, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have to finish on top of this group. That's that's the most uh, important uh, for sure. thing. Yeah, that's definitely that's between yeah. them and Sevilla. Uh, but you know, there's still lots of games there, and uh, um, we'll see what happens. I think Sevilla have started the season well in La Liga. Uh, but uh, oh yeah, 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 but there is, you know, there, there, there was a fact uh, which the commentator said actually it was, uh, I think at halftime he said that in the last twenty five, twenty six games, Sevilla have just lost two games. Yeah, they 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 are pretty good. They know how they know how this whole thing works. I think for most uh, teams, European teams, so they're just hoping that Sevilla finish second so that they don't have to face them in the Europa League. <laughs> that's that's where it, it's it ends up uh, being a problem for Europa League teams. But um, they have a good chance as well. Sevilla finishing finishing second. Uh, we'll move on mm. to Group H now, and we'll talk about Manchester United against PSG. Uh, blockbuster, yeah. marquee game uh, today, and uh, it was interesting. I, I mean. 
the Newcastle game aside, I don't. I, it was a little bit of a problem for United because they didn't have. Uh, they had only one, technically only one recognized centre half in Victor Lindelof. Uh, there, yeah. but uh, because Axel Twanzebe had hasn't played for almost a year. Uh, Luke Shaw. Yeah, surprised, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I I wasn't surprised that he started with Twanzebe because uh, you know he really didn't have any other choice. I don't think he would have started with him. But at the same time, he's very highly rated, so I wasn't surprised that he started. I was a bit surprised, but I wasn't necessarily like shocked. Like, oh, he's actually got. Yeah. It's like yeah, okay, you know, you put him on. Um, I wasn't surprised that it was a black back five because it always seemed like he was going to play a back five, which is basically yeah. what they didn't have. Um, yeah. And uh, it was it was an interesting game. That first goal is <laughs> again a penalty. Which uh, you know, it's it's, it's come a running. Well, I guess it was a fair penalty. Yes, it, they're all legit penalties usually. Then ninety-nine percent of them are legit penalties. It's just that people, for some reason, feel like you know a penalty should not be given to United because it's Manchester United. I do not know. Uh, but but was what was in? Uh, but uh, there were a few very good performances in that game. And and one thing that I noticed uh, is that he had clear. I think he had McTominay doing a marking job on Neymar, which uh, wasn't working. I, in fact, I think he had both McTominay and Fred. Telling both of them that you're going to track Neymar. One of you has got to keep track of Neymar no matter what. So one loses the other. Yeah. So that was very tactical. And I think he had Axel and Van Bissaka doing the same on Mbappe. It was like one. So yeah. it was basically, I think he told the two midfielders that you're tracking Neymar. And he told the two defenders on the right side, you're tracking Mbappe. So this is your job to do. Uh, and they both did it. They both did it pretty well, I think. I think ultimately that, that was, uh, it was good. Uh, those are the dangerous channels for. PSG, you know, because all the creative play, all the attacking play is going to flow through them. Right? Yeah, they actually had a very functional midfield because it was Gay, uh, Herrera, and getting uh, who the third one was now. Herrera. Uh, no, Gay, Herrera, and then there was a third midfielder that whose name I'm forgetting now. It was uh, who was that the third midfielder? If I may quickly, maybe I can check it out. Yeah. Um, I believe because uh, it might have been. Um, oh. Trying to look through the match report here. Um, it was, uh, well, wasn't it Maria? Uh, hmm, oh, I think this was Danilo. I think it was Danilo was the third midfielder. Uh, right, okay. Danilo Pereira. Danilo Pereira. Herrera Pereira. And uh, um, yeah, so it was a very functional midfield. It wasn't like a creative midfield. So all of that creativity was going to come from Neymar, Mbappe, and Di Maria. That was, that was where... Uh, they were going through. I, I think that was a mistake. I think if they had put a decent uh, creative midfield, I don't know if they had any on the bench because I know they've been affected by COVID, but a decent uh, creative midfield in the middle right, might, okay. might have uh, exploited the spaces because if you've got two midfielders marking, uh, if you've got four players basically marking two players, then there's a lot of space to be exploited. But I mean, it was a calculated mm. risk. Uh, what was interesting about, well, so what was interesting is that a lot of people say Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not tactically astute. A lot of people say that he's, a, you know, there's all sorts of things, a PE teacher and all of that. But he, he did a pretty good uh, tactical job today, I thought. Like he had a clear plan of what he wanted to do. Uh, they executed yeah. it well because PSG's goal came to an own goal. It wasn't the goal that they scored. It wasn't even a great corner, to be honest. It didn't even beat the first man. And Martial just decided, you know what, I'll give them a goal. I haven't scored a goal this season, so I'll just score one. Uh, except he scored uh, in his own net. But... Uh, but it was an interesting. It was a, It was a, It was an interesting game. But it, it with PSG, there's always this feeling, isn't there, that there's something lacking mentally. I mean, I know they got to the right. final last year. You just feel that there's. They have got all this talent, which just feels that there's that little bit of that final step that, for some reason, either they yeah, yeah. or they can't take it. I don't know. They don't look that do it to be honest. I mean, uh, with the talent that they have, uh, I think sometimes you know they'll obviously they'll, uh, you know they'll run over teams. Like five, six, seven, eight, 
you know you can call it whatever on their day they can destroy any team to be honest but uh, i think on the european stage i you know honestly i think i don't know if if um, you would agree to that but i've you know i've had this discussion with my colleagues earlier mm. and and what they think is you know psg is not challenged in in the league mm-hmm. so you know what happens is you know when they don't when they are not challenged you know they can go out and execute their plans obviously because they they have that kind of talent but when they come uh, on the european stage people actually you know they study them they know you know they know where what their strengths are obviously weaknesses are not many in that team to be honest but but they know where their st- strengths are so i think people try and counter that yeah you know it's mm-hmm. like you know you stop them from scoring it's not like how we are going to attack them but it's like how you you know how you're going to set up and defend against them so i think once once teams uh, can can get a hang of that then it's you know it's it's doable it's not it's not cuz obviously they are a big name um, you know they've got all that talent but it's just that you know like you said that final the final piece of the puzzle maybe or that that that's something yeah definitely that's missing i i think they are not challenged enough in the league yeah it's quite possible i mean it and it is of course a mentality shift as well where you're going against in a game where you know you're going to have to win where you're going to win whereas in european games you're not always looking for you know full throttle oh. 100 miles an hour game you sometimes have to take a step back uh you know game management is also important like understanding when you can pick your moments which which is easier in the, in the french league Uh, for a team of PSG's quality, but it's not the same in Europe. But that uh, that being said, uh, you know it, it, it was a good performance from United. Uh, brave decision as well. He dropped. He didn't pick Paul Sh- uh, Paul Pogba again. Yeah, it's quite surprised again. But that it's was shocking. Second game in a row. Second game in a row. Second game. Yeah, second game in a row. He comes off the bench. That was shocking. That was a shocking decision because I was like, he's he's rest. I didn't think he was dropped against Newcastle. I thought he was rested because PSG had bigger games. But yeah. now you can say he was stopped because if you don't pick him for PSG, that means he's stopped. But that being said, yeah. I think he had a clear plan of what he wanted to do uh, in this game, yeah. and, uh, and Paul Pogba would, you know, for all his talent, he would not be able, have been able to execute that game plan. I do think that um, this is the second game where I've seen him play on the left wing, so it's quite possible that he's now seeing him as a, as one of those creative left wingers, uh, much like how yeah. he sees Van der Beek as well as a creative winger. So maybe that is a new position for him. Uh, it's not good for Paul Pogba to, to be honest to always be keeping oh. switching positions um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but you know but that's if if you know you cannot do the role that a certain position demands the only option is to then try something else so i see that yeah. but he was actually but he was actually good when he came on he got the assist for Rashford's goal Rashford's goal was brilliant uh, i didn't expect yeah, I didn't, him to yeah, in, uh, but to actually that, brilliant because Kilo Navas is an amazing goalkeeper i was watching him like he's just amazing that this i mean he oh. the mistake he made on the penalty but uh, where he was off the line Uh, he said that penalty was like oh that's you know it's just nawas but he's a very good goalkeeper i think he's he's, he's amazing um, and rashford's yeah. shot was was it needed to be that good uh, to beat him but uh, yeah but but that was one thing that i will say though on this game is axel tonsevi i think if he stays injury fit i mean i don't know if people know this but he has been talked about as a big talent i think since uh, even when louis van hal was was manager so that's about 5 years ago okay. he's been talked no, about okay. as this really big talent that was coming through and he's had a few setbacks with injuries So if he stays injury free mm. not only will he be first choice for man united i don't think that's a debate he will be by the end of the season he will go with england to the euros as well because they need good defenders yeah. so he will go if yeah. he's fit the problem is will he stay fit because that we don't know the answer yeah. so 
He's just yeah. going to work on that, on his fitness. And if he does, then he will be, he'll be a good defender. He's, he's definitely very, very astute, very positionally. He kept Mbappe quiet. I think that's... Uh, and I'm, I know a lot of people don't rate him. I know some people rate him, but you know, still managing to keep him quiet for 90 minutes is amazing. Uh, well, but on that note... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and but for PSG, the issue now is that this is a very tough group because they've also got Leipzig, uh, who won their matches expected Istanbul yeah. 2 0. Uh, the next game is going to be crucial because I mean, the good thing for PSG is they'll probably beat Istanbul and then they'll probably hope. I mean, I don't know what's, what's a good result for PSG, probably bet, you know, because is it better? Maybe PSG winning is a good result. I'm sorry, maybe Leipzig winning is a good result, maybe United winning. I don't know if a draw really helps them, but. It could get tight, but they could be in a situation where, uh, you know, they could start to have to play catch-up. And that's not, it's not ideal. But uh, Leipzig look look a good team. They look a decent team. Nagelsmann is a good yeah. player, top of Bundesliga yeah. as well. Um, it's just tough. It's going to be a tight... Uh, tight uh, what, what's, what's interesting for United is that they'll have two back-to-back games against, against Istanbul while PSG and Leipzig play each other. So if they win, they forget a, get, get a positive result next week, then they have a chance to really open up a lead by the time we go into game week five. So... That's, yeah, that's yeah. and then, then then there's that pressure, you know, that there's, there's yeah. that pressure to win, and it can sometimes it can get to you, so you never know. Yeah, that's that that's the benefit. I think that's a good advantage, particularly with the away win now that they've got. And that's that's interesting about the Champions League. Right? That's you a have big some one, yeah. time to to catch up, but then you don't have a lot of time as well. So it really starts to. Uh, uh, open up but not open up at the same time you've got to be very careful um, on that note we're going to talk about a few of the games I think the shock result of uh, today was uh, Lazio 3 Dortmund 1 um, and, and yeah. people say it's a shock but it's not actually a shock if you've watched Dortmund they're yeah. scratchy this season they haven't been very good uh, and they've not been at their fluent best uh, Lazio have been yeah. very good they've been consistent I think since last year they've been uh, inside since years. last year yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not very shocking, but I, I don't know what's what's. I mean, is 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 it? And this is just a theory, man. Is there a situation with Sancho? Uh, you know, because he wanted to go to Manchester United. I think there was no secret yeah. about that. Uh, United Absolutely. basically, you know, did everything that they could to tell Sancho, we're gonna make a big bid for you, but they didn't. Is that mentally affecting him in some way? Where maybe he feels that he should not be here, but then he's here. Um, I know he's a professional. And he's probably giving it his best, but mentally yeah. it affects you, doesn't it? When such a big deal falls through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. It, it, it's obviously going to play uh, on the player's mind. And sometimes, uh, like they say, they, you know, there could be a distraction. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think they are professionals. Uh, and obviously, it, it's a collective, uh, you know, it's a collective sport, really. So it, it can't be just down to one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's a hard one. But I, I, think, I think he knows uh, his value. He's obviously he respects uh, Dortmund and and everything that they've done for him, uh, the superstar that he that he is today. Obviously, he's thanks to them. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess I guess they, they they just need a few more games, and I think they'll they'll be back to their best. Obviously, Holland is looking amazing. He's a yep. phenomenal mm-hmm. talent. He's and, and goals. <laughs> he still manages to score a goal even in in a loss. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, no, they don't have they don't have a lack of depth because they've still got Reyna on the bench. They've got Brandt on. They had Brandt on the bench. Reyna on the bench. They've got Reyna as well. Yeah. They've got players that can come in. So it's not like you know they're reliant on Sancho. They're not. Um, no. And so so yeah, it's something for him to think about. Like I mean, if he's not in the right frame of mind, he could find himself out of the team yeah. uh, very quickly. Yeah. So it will be a good game to watch, to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. At yeah. least if we can get like extended highlights just to see if maybe you know on on that day it could be that Lazio were just uh, good for them, you know. 
Yeah, no, no, that's a very good team. I think we have been following them on, yeah. on, on, been following them on, on Sevilla. Yeah, which is why we said exactly why we said it's not it's not a shock result to be honest. It's, a, it's like oh wow, okay. Yeah, it's 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 something not, that not we, something. yeah that you expect a high scoring game and you know maybe came out. Yeah. But Chiro Mopele, uh seems to also be a good striker. He scores goals for Lazio. A lot of people say he's not very technical, but he can score goals. So you he know, can score goals. Yeah. Yeah, if you can do that, then that's good. Uh, another result, uh, not shocking, but Barcelona winning 5-1 against Ferencvaros. Yeah. And uh, Juventus winning as expected uh, uh, against Dynamo Kiev 2-0. Morata brace. Yes, Morata brace. I mean, uh, yeah, there you go. Chelsea, ex-Chelsea player Morata and scoring goals for uh, Juventus. Why is he not yeah, doing that? Why was he not doing that for Chelsea? <laughs> yeah, no. I think he was busy falling over, you know. <laughs> Well, I don't know about that, but no, but it's a uh, yeah, it's good for Murata. I think it's good for him that uh, he did. He used yeah. to be the Juventus before he's got to a Champions League final with them. So uh, yeah, yeah, you know, so he's he's definitely a good player. There's a good player in there. I guess I guess the style of Serie A may suit him more. I mean, it's only the Dynamo Kiev. So yeah, it's. I mean, he he's. Uh, I think he wasn't. Um, he wasn't suitable to the Premier League. I'd say. You know, sometimes you you find strikers that will come here and like literally they they light the league up on fire. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they they will struggle. You know, high-profile uh, moves have struggled in the past. Um, but this that's just how it is. I think the league was a bit too physical for him. Yeah, and, sure. And obviously, I mean, Juventus is obviously they're they're a stronger team. Uh, they've got better players around them. And 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 in Italy, I think it's not that competitive to be honest. Well, it is competitive this year, though. I feel. I mean, it's not uh, competitive in general. That is true. I think. I think it's just slower pace. And a lot so just of the, just the top teams. Just the top. I would say the top five, six teams, maybe. But apart from that, I mean, if you you can't compare that to the Premier League. Oh no, 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 no! I don't think any league compares to the Premier League in terms of the depth yeah, okay. of quality. But the yeah. one thing is that a lot of strikers do get goals even up to their late thirties. I mean, we you know Quagliarella, Zlatan is still slotting them in at thirty-eight. 38. <laughs> So, you know, they, I mean, I'm not saying that these are bad players. I'm just saying that it's much more easier to be a striker um, and an, yeah. an older striker that in, in Serie A as compared to being that in uh, England or in the Premier League. Uh, but uh, uh, Barcelona beating, uh, I mean, it's a big season for Barcelona. I think they need a good showing uh, in the league. In yeah, the yeah, league yeah. If they want Absolutely. a very hope Absolutely. keeping Messi. They've, they've, yeah, they've been, on the, they've been on the front of the newspapers uh, all the wrong reasons. And uh, I think it'd be a very important uh, season, especially for Coman, mm-hmm. because he's he's like Rakitic and Suarez leave. Uh, yep. Big decisions, like really big decisions. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. Yeah, for sure. Um, and well, the good news for uh, Dortmund is that in Group F, even though they lost, the uh, the other team who's supposedly going to challenge them, Zenit, also lost uh, to Bruges. Bruges picked up a surprise win. Over Zenit, oh, okay. um, so Bruges. I mean, it's it's a pretty competitive group, but you would expect that probably Bruges were probably fourth best in that group. So the fact yeah, that yeah. they won uh, is actually good news for for Dortmund because the, you know it gives them that uh, at least. I mean, it's still three points, but at least it means that yeah. it's not Zenit. Because yeah, Zenit would be closer to compete uh, for the second yeah, spot. It'll be easier for them, so it's it's actually not that bad a defeat. And I guess it's an away defeat against probably the second best team, so it's not it's not such a bad thing. Uh, for Dortmund, yeah. but uh, interesting. Uh, we're going to do a quick look for tomorrow's a few of tomorrow's games. I know we're running out of time. I don't want to make this too long. Uh, but uh, big big news tomorrow is Liverpool. Uh, apparently, they don't have Van Dijk and now they don't have Matip. So they basically have one centre half, um, yeah. fit senior centre half. They, they have a few more. They have one fit senior centre half. Uh, what, what's what's going to be the plan for tomorrow? That's uh, it's it's going to be. Uh, I mean, Klopp would probably be thinking. I just want 
uh, I, I don't want want this game right now, but uh, yeah. it's going to something. Um, because they're playing Ajax. So of all teams to play, they're playing Ajax, a team no, that no, plays heavy. Not, not an easy game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what do you think? What do you think uh, Klopp's uh, mindset will be going into that game? I think they can't feel sorry for themselves, but they've just got to find a way to... Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll have to dig deep now. That's, mm-hmm. that's how it is. I guess Fabinho will start the center half now. Fabinho, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. I mean, he's, I don't think he's got any other choice, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. I think this is the first time. The first time I think uh, Liverpool are going to feel that sting, mm-hmm, for sure, uh, of injuries. You know, because uh, last year they've been pretty much whole season they've been you know touch wood they've been injury free except for maybe a few games where Mane was out. Yeah. But 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 most of the team has been injury free, mm-hmm. and and this year you can see already with you know with Van Dijk not there and and uh, Allison not there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's a big mess. Allison, I think, is a bigger but, mess than Van Dijk. That's what happens. That's what happens. You know, their keepers made a mistake. Now, how how you know how often do you see that? You, you don't see that. But now they'll feel how it you know how we feel when we play with Kepa at the back. You know, it's like uh, now you know. Especially, <laughs> <laughs> it is that. It is that. I've been saying this. You know, it's like I, I keep going on about it, and people have said, no, it's not just Kepa. It's you know, it's the tactics. It's uh, it's the back line, you know, Frank keeps chopping and changing. I said, no, it's the keeper. You change the keeper, you'll see the difference. I mean, in that game, what? It's only Alisson wasn't there. I mean, Van Dijk was still there. Obviously, he got injured early. But then you, you could tell straight away, even that earlier game against uh, was Aston Villa. Yeah. Van Dijk was there for that game, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, I, I would say shoe comment of the episode goes to you. But uh, I, I think that's the first time you've had someone shoe uh, uh, something into something else. You're talking about Liverpool and then you bring in Kepa. Uh, but nonetheless, no, I, I get your point. I get it. But Adrian, I mean, we've made a lot of fun about of Adrian as well on this show. Uh, but yeah. it will be an interesting watch for Liverpool. I, I suppose, I mean, you know, for Liverpool fans, I guess at this point, they probably would feel like if we can focus on the league, maybe they might think about prioritization. But again, they have a pretty competitive group as well. Because they've also got, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're, they're also having uh, two other uh, Atlanta as well in that group, and and they're. Oh, Atlanta is looking good. Well, they didn't get hammered by Napoli over the weekend, so they'll look be looking yeah. to bounce back. But they score a lot of goals and they concede a lot of goals, so it's like yeah. uh, Atlanta is. Uh, yeah, it's like Chelsea. It's a bit like Chelsea. Like Chelsea, yeah, I was going to say. That. <laughs> like Chelsea, yeah. just like whatever it doesn't matter. I uh, just want to entertain. So it was, that would be a competitive group as well. And Real Madrid also open up against Shakhtar. I think the blockbuster game, though, um, is going to be Bayern against Atletico. I think that would be. Uh, I think if ever there was a clash of styles, I think that is probably the club. That's, you know, that's, that yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's a free-flowing attack versus a team that doesn't doesn't want to attack. So they were happy. Uh, yeah, um, but that would be an interesting game. Um, I think tactics-wise, uh, I mean, we've talked about Simeone. I guess one of the things that he has to work on is the fact that one nils don't work anymore, right? It's not like you can score a goal, especially in Bayern. You cannot do that where you say, I'm going to score a goal and then try to shut up shop. Um, yeah, yeah. He needs to adapt. I think he needs to adapt, right? Where he's, you can't just say... Yeah, I think he's been in that hole for too long now. You know, it's, yeah. it's like the whole uh, defensive solidity and, you know, parking the bus sort of thing that, that's been uh, associated with Simeone. And he, I think he, he does have good players. I mean, he's got creative players in there. Mm-hmm. Especially this year, he's got a goal scorer in Suarez as well. Yeah. Uh, so they've got they've got good players in there. Yeah, they do. They've got offensive players. It's just for some reason I, I don't know whether it's lack of trust, uh, whether it's lack of 
you know, the belief in the players, whatever it is, he just refuses to say, I'm going to go attack. He just feels like it's like reverting back to what he knows, which is to defend. But it's, it, it will not work against Bayern the way that they play. No. Probably be no, suicidal to do that. So he's yeah. going to have to come up with something uh, different. That being said, though, they did beat Liverpool using those tactics. And Liverpool don't play too dissimilar to Bayern. So maybe it will work. We don't know. Um, but yeah, that, it, it depends on on that day because I, I mean even when when they beat Liverpool, uh, it, it wasn't like it wasn't like Liverpool were bad or anything. It's just that it, on on that day maybe your tactics will work. It's not going to work every time, mm-hmm. you know? uh, and especially with this Bayern team that's that's literally tearing teams apart. It's uh, it'll be hard. Yeah. So that'll be a good one to watch. Uh, yeah. Good one to it'll watch. It'll be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting watch. It could very well be like a really boring. A KG game uh, where Atletico completely nullified Bayern, or they just like open the floodgates. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I think uh, there's another one, Man City against Porto. I mean, there's not much to talk about. Man City should top their group. Uh, you know, all the easy draws they keep getting every every year. Nobody knows how they get, <laughs> they get it. I mean, it's it's a recurring theme now. This is like it's it's a straightforward group for them. Um, and I was saying, you know, that, that everybody else is doing everything that they can to help City win the title, except City themselves. Uh, you know, Liverpool them, yeah. injuries, Liverpool imploding. You got the, you know, uh, the UEFA handing them easy draws that they don't have to worry about midweek games. I mean, it's everybody yeah. else is doing it except City. Just you know, go and. And the biggest one, Aguero is fit now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he probably will not start. Though. I, I would assume that they would probably rest him uh, for the weekend. You think they'll start him? No, I think I think they'll keep him uh, for the league. They might they might not use him straight away in the Champions League. He yeah. might come off the bench uh, tomorrow. Yeah, but probably a bench role. He'll definitely miss uh, De Bruyne. Uh, do you know how long he's he's going to be out for? Any any idea? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No, but uh, maybe we can do a quick check. Let us see. Uh, I don't think it has been. I don't think any timeline has been put on it. I think for a reason they have not put any timeline on it. Uh, yeah. But there was an injury update. So oh, Laporte also is injured apparently. That's great. Um, so yes, so they will not have De Bruyne, Amelic Laporte, Benjamin Mendy, and Gabriel Jesus. We know Mendy is going to be missing. Mendy misses every game. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but uh, it's uh, yeah. So he's out. Uh, so there's no um, there's no there's no update yet on how long he's going to be out for. But they've just said he's mm-hmm. out for this game. So. Yeah, it'll be a miss, but I don't think I think Porto will be fine. I don't think they'll have to worry too much about Porto because they should have enough quality. No, no, no. I mean, not 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 for the Champions League. I'm yeah, not, not for the good They've got enough. They've got enough quality to to top that league, you know, without yeah. without having to play their big guns. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But, but anyway, uh, it will be a good uh, good uh, evening of action that will be coming up tomorrow. Um, we probably won't be doing a match reaction for tomorrow, but uh, we'll sort of cover that today a little bit. But thank you so much, Angad, for joining me. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. On the show, yes. And I had to, for covering a match that I didn't watch. Um, but it's, it's really good to hear uh, your views on that. Uh, please remember to like and share the video if you enjoyed uh, this episode. Please also remember to subscribe to the channel if you're new. We're uh, close to 110 subscribers, so please help us get to that mark of uh, 110. So uh, please subscribe. Also tell your friends and family to subscribe if they're interested. Um, and even if they're not interested, why not? <laughs> subscribe to the channel as well. But thank you for watching. Have a good evening and we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to that episode of Late Night Football. We need your help to grow this channel. So if you've been enjoying the show thus far, please do like and subscribe to this channel and share it with your friends, family, colleagues, neighbors, drinking buddies, fellow football fans and anybody else you know or don't know. 
which we really appreciate it. Uh, please also follow us on Twitter and Facebook via the links in the description below and spread the word about us. Take care. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.